What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another new episode of Top of the List. My name is RB. I'm here with my uh, co-host, Dom. Uh, and this week, we're going to be reviewing uh, episode two or chapter 10 of The Mandalorian, season two, episode two, that being The Passenger, just released uh, today. Uh, Dom, what were your thoughts on the second installment of season two of The Mandalorian? Yeah, I was really excited with the uh, end of the last week's episode and kind of that cliffhanger they left us off on. Um, I think we should say that for this first part, we're just going to do spoiler-free at first, and then we'll note when we're going to start talking spoilers, just like we do for all of our Mandalorian reviews. So my kind of spoiler-free take um, was I wanted to see where they were going to go with the cliffhanger, and this it had nothing to do with it. So that was a big, big disappointment right at the beginning of this one. Um, I know that's maybe a minor spoiler if you consider that yourself, but it's just, I'm just saying, it has nothing to do with the cliffhanger at the end of episode one of season two. So that was a major disappointment for me, uh, which is why I guess I'll just give my score. I'm going to give this one a six and a half, uh, maybe a seven. Uh, if I might be able to convince to make this a seven, if I think of enough stuff that I liked, maybe on a second watch, I might like it a little more, but I'm not sure. Right now, I feel like this was your average uh, episode of Mandalorian, if not a cut above some of the worst episodes. You know, I think okay. there are, have been worse, but not been, there has definitely been better, especially coming off of the premiere. I think yeah. that was one of our favorite episodes, if not the best episode of the whole series. So absolutely. Yeah. I, I think we're right up the same alley there. Uh, felt like, you know, had a lot of excitement for, to come home and watch this episode come home from work today. Yeah. Um, didn't quite meet the uh, level that, or the uh, the bar that was set so high by the uh, series or season two premiere. Uh, but that said, there was still some cool stuff in this episode. It's still an above average episode. I'm going to give it a six out of 10, slightly below you. Felt like this episode was very slow. One of the slower Mandalorian episodes, season one or season two thus far. There was some cool stuff that happened, definitely. Some, uh, some good, without spoiling too much, some decent you know little nostalgic throwbacks to some original star wars stuff uh but all in all nothing really jumped out of me at this episode i think you kind of hit the nail on the head there uh by saying you know it didn't touch on the cliffhanger uh from episode one this really felt like just a standalone episode that it didn't it, they made an episode because they needed eight episodes but this episode really wasn't necessary to yeah. the, the grand story of the mandalorian and the story we're following with you know the Mandalorian and the child and his you know as we know this series or this season is supposed to be about his ability to reunite the child with the Jedi. Yeah, exactly. And it, that this really didn't have anything to do with that at yeah. even at all. You know, which mm -hmm. is the big draw in this season. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I'm not sure if you know how many episodes there's going to be this season or not, Ryan. Eight. I don't know. Oh, that's what I thought as yeah. well. Eight. There, there are eight this season. Eight. They've already released that same as last season. Although we are. You know, we're both excited that the episodes are a little bit longer this season, so that's awesome. Yeah, I, I yeah, we don't want to discredit them where, like, that was my main concern with season one was the episodes seem so short, and it seems that they've taken that criticism into account. They've made Absolutely. some longer episodes, yep. but I, I, I didn't just want them to make more of the same, I guess. I just wanted them to go a new direction, too, and it looked like in the episode one of this season, they were going to go in a new direction, and it looks like this was more of a side mission on the way to something bigger, yeah. which I'm fine with. But 
you know, eight, eight episodes is not a lot of, of TV, Ryan. It's, you know, it's eight hours. You know, sometimes shows go 13, 20 episodes a season. And I was just hoping with the eight episodes, they could tell a really tight, concise yeah. story that would be, you know, really exciting from chapter one all the way to chapter eight. And so yeah, far, and this is a slow I, spot. Yeah, I think sometimes that may be a problem that the Mandalorian, this series has struggled with at times. If you look back to season one, there were episodes like this in season one. There yes. were episodes that seemed to be thrown on screen just to get an episode out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, whereas you look at season one, I think episodes one and two were great. And then yeah. episode, the final three episodes, six, seven, eight were great. But there was that three, four, five range that was yeah. just, you know, like you said, you know, these side missions that didn't really fit into the storyline. And some of them were better than others. You know, it was cool yeah. to see and learn more about the Mandalorian. But now that he's an established character, there's an established motive. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you. I was hoping that everything would stick to that storyline. But hey, you know, maybe some stuff that happened in this episode will come back and be more important in the later episodes. So, you know, that's the beauty and, of watching television one episode weekly at a time. And I'm really, really glad that you bring that point up there, Ryan, that maybe this will come into factor later in the season because that's one of the big surprises that I enjoyed in Mandalorian season one was seeing that first uh, episode storyline of, I think it was uh, Quill was the guy named the rancher that had the, he led him to uh, Baby Yoda, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he came back. I have spoken. Yeah, I have spoken. He, yeah. That was his catchphrase. And he came back for those last couple episodes and that was a welcome surprise. I not think only so him, something but, like that uh, could Ta happen. Not only him, but yeah, Taika Waititi's character too, the bounty hunter droid. So, you know, maybe this is in hold, you know, of maybe stuff that's going to return, like you're saying. I, I like that point a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think that uh, my kind of final point in this spoiler-free section here is that this did ep this episode felt like it was also feeding into one of my criticisms of episode one. As few criticisms there were, you know, I think we both gave that what a nine. Um, Up, and, upwards out there, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that this one, like in uh, episode one's review, I said, you know, I wanted more Baby Yoda. And this one definitely gave us more Baby Yoda, uh, you know, just trying to speak vaguely of what happens. But, you know, he takes up a lot more screen time, I think, in this one. Yeah, but, you know, similar to our criticism, once again, without giving away too many spoilers, mm -hmm. uh, I think we both want to see more of Baby Yoda starting to utilize the Force, as we saw in season one, instead of him just sort of there as a draw maybe to a, a younger Star Wars audience that just likes Baby Yoda because he's cute he's on screen. comedic relief, yeah. It, exactly, but I don't think we expected that from Baby Yoda because we saw him do some badass stuff in season one. And still, yeah. so far, all he's done is, you know, gotten captured or, you know, done stuff to get the group in trouble. Yeah, and that was one of your main things against the episode one was, you know, Baby Yoda had a few chances to get involved and he didn't in that episode. What do you think about uh, Baby Yoda's involvement in this besides it just, I think it's just a bunch of, you know, slapstick jokes, which yeah, I'm fine I, with. Absolutely, you know, and if that was the role of Baby Yoda, I think that should have been more established. There shouldn't have been that great episode, great moment in season one where he, uh, he saves the Mandalorian using the force and meets the giant, I don't, I don't remember exactly what the, uh, what the creature was. Oh, the mudhorn. Yeah, that they end up having to, to defeat uh, for the Jawas. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, uh, you know, you're right. Like, there should have been something like that so far. Um, 
And how about at the end of last season where he blows back the flame troopers flames with his, you know, his three fingers. Yeah. That was pretty an amazing sequence too. Like I want to see more of that he was able to, to heal uh, Carl Weathers character. That, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we haven't seen not, that. Not any just Carl Weathers character, but also, uh, also the Mandalorian in, in that opening sequence, he's able to, to take that's care true. of him when his arms all cut up. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, before we go into more on what happens, in this episode, uh, we should probably give a spoiler warning, right? You know, yep, I, yep. we want to talk details of the plot of this episode from now on. So if you don't want to be spoiled, stop it now and then come back later. All right. So uh, go ahead and take it away, RB. Uh, did, yeah. did you notice any Easter eggs, any callbacks that you want to bring up for this episode? I think we should start there. Uh, I mean, I think there was all, you know, the classic that, you know, is blatantly obvious. Obviously, you recognize the more minute details. But mine was, you know, I love the X-Wings coming in here when yep. he's traveling in um, sub, sub hyper or sub light speed. Yep. Um, and, you know, they come in first. And, of course, you know, they, you know, blue leader. This is, you know, blue one. What do we got here? And, you know, I thought that was awesome. And just yep. getting to see the X-Wings again, you know, got me hyped. Um, it was and, great, yeah. And then the, the same, you know, shot into the cockpit that we see, you know, in uh, – in a new hope with the, you know, the orange uniforms and the helmet, the, the resistance uniforms. So I, I mean, that got me hyped. Yeah. That was me probably too. my favorite thing about this episode. Oh yeah, totally. Me too. I think that it was uh, like, I don't know. The, the whole idea of the new Republic in this episode kind of was one of the most interesting ideas for me that this episode accomplished. This is kind of why, like when I gave a six and a half in the spoiler free section, I kind of was like, I might be convinced that it's a little bit better if, they go this direction with the rest of the show because mm -hmm. I want to know what your interpretation of these, uh, you know, new, new Republic, uh, you know, new rebel fighters, they save Mandalorian, but they don't really help him. Even though, you know, if you look at star Wars from like a service level perspective, those are basically the good guys. And this, I think the message they're maybe going for, if they expand on this is, you know, maybe the good guys aren't always, you know, all good. I think that could be interesting too, kind of ana well, analyzing that. I, I think that's sort of the whole series of The Mandalorian. I mean, yes, we're rooting for The Mandalorian, but is he a good guy? I, I don't necessarily know. I mean, I think the, he reason is. He gets, the reason he gets into trouble in the first place, you know, with these guys, why they end up leaving him there and not helping him is because it, it goes back to the episode The Prisoner in season one. You know, they say, well, you know, you have an arrest warrant because you helped break this prisoner out. However, we also see that you reprimanded three other prisoners and saved the life of a, of a uh, New Republic prison guard. So, no, we're not going to arrest you, but we're not going to help you either. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of they seem to be a fair government, which is clearly the opposite of the Republic in the original Star Wars trilogy. I see, I see. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought they were trying to say something more like – um, you know, this is kind of Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, you know, uh, Jin Jaren, I think is his real name. Uh, this is kind of his destiny, right, is to be the true good guy, even though he's in a world of outlaws, you know, scoundrels, bounty hunters, he is truly the one moral guy that can bring Baby Yoda back to his family, which I think is 
the draw of the show. Kind right, of but, but this, I mean, I think this established that, uh, I mean, a, a new sense of law and order is, is coming into this universe with the more establishment of just the, just because of, of its post empire status as well right you know yeah, yeah. it is really uh it's more of a wild west than we had ever seen during the times of the empire in the original trilogy right yeah that's fair uh definitely more than the original trilogy definitely more than even the uh you know the second the series of prequels um mm-hmm. but you know still in the vein of what we got to see, you know, with the, this rise of the, the new order in, uh, in the new trilogy. Yeah. But that's, that's not going to be for another 30 years, you know, that new trilogy. So from this standpoint, I really like that they're in this kind of wild west scenario. And like you said, the, the directors are obviously playing on that because there's a lot of wild west, you know, standoffs. Oh, absolutely. You know, homages, I guess you would call them. Right. Well, I think I think that that transitions nicely into what I would say my favorite part of this episode was. Yeah, and it's that opening sequence on Tatooine. Yeah, um, yeah. Big fan of that. You know the. I thought we were going to say something with Boba Fett. Sorry to interrupt, but I know I totally I, I, absol- we I absolutely agree. I was hoping he was going to pop out with his blaster and come through and you know maybe gun down the the uh, the bandits that were trying to steal the uh, steal the Me child. Too but then try and grab his armor back. So that's right. what I was hoping for, absolutely. But that being said, it was still a great opening sequence, definitely, you know, some great action sequence, and then the comedy as well, where he, he gives him the jetpack, and then <laughs> as he's walking away, flies it off until he falls off. That was cool. Um, and then even to the point where he comes back to, um, to the mechanic who's in, in the bar, you know, I thought that, that whole sequence was a little funny. The, and- the program- He's on a hot streak, and then get to, you know, oh, I, I definitely vouch for her. And then at the end, oh, yeah, I met her, I met her 10 minutes ago, not 10 minutes ago. How would you, uh, how do you know you, you'd better, or you'd, you'd, you'd vouch for her? Oh, I've got, I'm an excellent judge of character. Yeah, lots of good comedy sequences in this one. You're right. And, uh, you know, touching on that sequence where he, uh, Mando tosses down 500 on that to cover that guy's bet. Um, that's one of the things that we finally got to see was one of these, uh, you know, these giant ants was in A New Hope and we never got to see them again until just now. And we actually get to see them communicating and stuff like that. And instead of just background characters in the cantina in A New Hope, right? Right. Yep. And uh, yeah, that, you know, the cantina too, also an awesome homage to, to uh, A New Hope. And I, maybe I, I thought I saw it out of the corner of my eye. Was there a Wookiee in, in the uh, cantina as he walked in? I, I couldn't tell. I think maybe I there was. I thought it was a Wookiee up at the bar, so I, I got excited okay. with that for that, I'll, too. I'll have to go and check for that. That's a good eye on that one. Uh, but that the whole ant thing, too, kind of leads me into another kind of point that I wanted to make in that this is directed by Peyton Reed, yeah. who is director of Ant-Man, right? So, oh, okay. You know, that kind of puts it into context more if you want to look at it in that yeah, way, too. Yeah, absolutely. Nice little <laughs> Easter egg there. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I was excited to see what he would do in a Mandalorian episode. And, you know, you could tell because there's lots of, you know, wildlife, you know, with the, you mm. know, Baby Yoda eating the eggs, Baby Yoda eating the spider. You could tell that. Well, this even, is the, guy even that the frog did, lady. Yeah. Even the frog lady. This is the yeah. guy that did Ant-Man. You know, you could tell yeah. now that you think about it. Did you know Absolutely. that, Ryan? Or I had no, no, I had okay. no idea. So that's a, that's a great little tidbit. Yeah, I, I thought he did a good job, but I think it was the script that let him down in this one, I think, honestly. That's yeah. my main takeaway. Is, is that your takeaway as well? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I think any time that 
you know, I mean, I think the Mandalorian, yes, it's, it's fantastic uh, to see the cast, the, the traditional cast. But I think what makes a lot of these episodes are the guest stars. And, you know, unfortunately, the guest star in this episode didn't speak a language that we could understand. So I think there was a, a lacking of dialogue, which definitely hurt it, because I love the dialogue that's usually put on screen for this show. Uh, and, you know, which led to just a lot of slow, long, strung out sequences, which I was not a huge fan of. Once again, you'll hear me say it in a ton of episodes struggled with the pacing of this episode a lot of action at the front not much in the middle just kind of left us you know dragging on and then a great action sequence to finish off the episode yeah and you know i think i agree with everything you said there i just want to add on a couple points mm -hmm. uh number one being uh well it has to do with the entirety of boba fett what i'm starting to think is that that cliffhanger at the end of episode one is just that a cliffhanger and we're never going to see Boba Fett again. I am so worried they're going to do that. I am again, so, so worried they're going to do that. I mean, I was going to yeah. say maybe we'll see him again in like six, seven, eight. I don't, you even don't think, think that. I think that was just John Favreau saying, You guys have been asking if he's still alive. Boom, he's alive. That's it. They can't do to that. To be continued. I, and then you know what? That. They might just make a separate show about him or something else. I have no idea, but. I'm with oh, you, Ryan. I want, I want him to tie into this. I want him to come in when, you know, we've talked about what the future could be, when, what happens when Ahsoka shows up, and yeah. Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels. What ha she's a Mandalorian in that show, RB, and she has, could have a big part in this one, too. I want right, to see all these characters. The yeah, yeah. I want to see all these characters come together. You know, I want to see all of that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, I couldn't remember when we talked about her because that's the only reason I know the name. I haven't watched Rebels, but we talked about her in the trailer release. Uh, yeah. Definitely Ahsoka as well. So I agree, but I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think we'll ha we have to see Boba Fett, Be Boba Fett at least a little bit more later on in this season. That's, He's that's out just for revenge guess. on his armor, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, I hope that they bring it in, but... I just want to know how he's still alive, how he survived the Sarlacc pit. Right, right. I, I feel like they, we might not even get that explanation. Seeing that's what kind of this episode made me feel like, which is why I marked it down so much. But, you know, I do like everything they did with the Republic. And I think the special effects were really great. Um, yeah. But the, the spider sequence, I mean, I don't think either of us are big, big fans of spiders. I guess they're not spiders. Whatever the, the eight-legged insect-like things that were on the ice planet. Yeah. You know, that was a, it was a well done sequence. I know neither of us really like spiders, so I'm sure it probably, you know, gave you the same heebie-jeebies it gave me watching them all crawl yeah. into the ship after him. Uh, you know, very... He was uh, blasting them left and right, though. Boom, boom, boom. That was yeah, pretty see, cool. And then I, I love when he brings out the flamethrower. Yeah, that was badass. That, that's, that's great. Um, I just, yeah, I think... I, I was kind of disappointed with the frozen planet because in the trailer I saw that and immediately I thought... Ilum, which is the planet where it's like the most ancient Jedi temple, and that's where all the Jedi go to get the crystals that power their lightsabers. You find mm, this out in the okay. Clone Wars, and it's also a big part of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the uh, video game that came out recently that I, I want Ryan to dip his hands into pretty soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, that, that also plays a big part there, and I was hoping that, honestly, where I wanted this episode to go, that would be a lot more interesting, I think, was that on that ice planet, it was, he crashes into an ancient Jedi temple. And in that ancient Jedi temple, Ahsoka is there 
waiting for you know some reason the force told her whatever and all of a sudden boom she meets baby yoda and rescues them from the spiders i thought that was gonna happen i thought that would be amazing that would have been great yeah yeah i don't know i i I just think that this episode like you had a huge episode uh issue with pacing and the script didn't live up to the potential of what it could have been so that's kind of my final take any any final thoughts for you no i think i think you put it all nicely in a nutshell there um you know, not definitely not the greatest episode of Mandalorian, but you know we're still big fans of the show. Yeah, we've had totally. episodes like this before in season one. Not going to stop us from watching. So definitely, still give it a watch. You know, we're along for the ride here. Yeah. Uh, new episodes coming out every Friday. So you know, stay tuned, and then stay tuned with us for our review, and let us know what your thoughts are too down in the comments. Yep, absolutely, guys. Uh, if you want to follow us, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dom Gonzalez forty eight. You can follow RB. Oh, I always point to the wrong side. Yeah, RB. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow him on uh, Instagram at RB underscore the underscore SID. And on Twitter, you can follow him at RB with the call. And, uh, you know, send, send your comments and stuff to him because he will respond. He is the uh, Mr. Twitter user. He has been addicted to it ever since the election's been going on. That is, uh, that is fair. Maybe not utilizing it too much, but, uh, you know, enjoy the, the occasional look at tweets and what's going on in the world. <laughs> you see this tweet yet, bro? That was so, I couldn't believe you said that to me earlier today. That was crazy. You've never said that to me before. Yeah. <laughs> You're into it right now. I like I, I'm, into, I'm into everything election-wise, which, you know, it's still craziness that this election still hasn't been decided. But, you know, that's been a I – wish, I wish we could do a review on that. It's been the most entertaining <laughs> thing on TV of late. I, I can't take my eyes off of the, uh, the election coverage on ABC News or NBC News. I'm, I'm a big fan of it, you know. Gives us something <laughs> to look forward to four years from now, I guess, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, I think we should end it there. Uh, we'll see you guys next week with another Mandalorian episode review. That'll be Season 2, Episode 3. So we'll see you guys then. Later. Later.